Ever feel like you've got to get your should together? Is your should about to hit the fan? Have you been sitting in your shoulds for most of your life wondering if you could be more, see more, or do more? Welcome to Shut the Should Up with Candace Payne and Jenny Randall. We're both authors and speakers who want to stomp out your flaming bag of should. With a whole lot of faith, together, let's sort through the pain, purpose, and promise to find freedom in the things we tell ourselves we should and should not do. Because there's so much more in you. New season, new style. What's up, Candace? Yes, come on, season five. Is there something magical about the number five? Bless it, Lord. Something magical. You know what we're doing this season? We didn't even tell everybody yet. Let's what let him in on the secret. Let's go. This, the next, so we're doing a five part mini series in mm-hmm. this next part of season five. And yep. it's on the thing. You have to guess what it is. It's on the thing we wish we had a lot more of money. Ooh, that we should do one. It's not money. <laughs> Um, not jelly beans, uh, not jelly beans, not money, uh, time, time. time. Yes. yes. Ma'am. We all yes. wish we had more time. Yes. Well, I do understand that. Uh, we wanted to be very, very focused this season with literally helping you find freedom from the things that you tell yourself you should or should not do. So these five episodes that we're about to do all revolve around our time and how should we manage our time? How should we jump in or jump out of situations that take our time? So today we're going to start off this whole series with talking about you should mark the moments. And Jenny, yeah. I don't know about you, but I am a moment marker. Are you a moment marker? You are. Uh, you are one of the best moment markers I know. What? I am. I what? may frazzle, dazzle, razzle, try to mark the moments <laughs> and be present. <laughs> but you, yeah, you're you a spoon think... collector. You you oh, do the things. True. That's true. I, I collect spoons like a granny from every place that I visit. And now they're getting harder to find. So it's it's becoming harder to mark the moments. <laughs> Actually, I feel like that's marking places. That's marking places more than than moments. But it does. It, it brings a, a memory to mind of what happened at that place. So that could be doing that. Um, what does marking moments look like in your life then? Why do you say that you're not doing it well? Well, I would say I'm a medium. I'm, I'm medium okay. at it. So let me ask I... you, do you celebrate Oh, well, I try to ignore some of my own, but yes. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, culturally, if you look at our culture, we are a marking moment culture. We celebrate birthdays. Our kid loses a tooth. Let's have a party. Well, we did that anyways, which was very extreme. First tooth had a cake. Like we went all out. You take a picture of the first day of school and then everyone's Facebook feed is wild and crazy. Like, I don't care what your kid looks like on the first day of school. They never look like that again. What? (laughs) Not even picture day. It's actually much worse. It goes downhill. (laughs) From that, that's it. Well, you know, I was just thinking too. We even have poor kids in this country. They are being marked moments by every month with like a little sheet that has a circle. Oh, the babies. Going one month. The babies. Two months. Three months. My parents were lucky to get me into JCPenney and get a photo of me before I turned two. Do you know what I mean? And they had to have a special on that package. 
it was it was like and no we don't want the keychain no we don't want the plate that has her picture on it the commemorative plate <laughs> talk about we went from we went from marking moments in such a weird way in the 80s and 90s to now we're like i'm just gonna take pictures on this sheet with my baby and circle around them in golden ivy they're gonna look so monochromatic and cute one month <laughs> Yeah, and then you you don't even do anything. Yeah, you don't even do anything. Well, the efficient parents do something with those photos. But the majority of humanity (laughs) lets those photos sit on the phone. And it's not even really marking a moment anymore because you're not because okay, here's how I describe marking a moment. The whole point of Uh it is to to like quantify, I don't know if that's the right word, but a significant Mm. moment in time. Mm. And when you mm. look at that thing, say your travel spoon or a baby photo of six months, you have it in a significant place where when you look at it, you remember, oh yeah, look, look at what God did. Look at the gro- growth, excuse me, look at what's happening. And I yeah. think we, we speed right past things where we miss the reflection point of the marking, you know? Oh, definitely. Sometimes I wonder, and this is going to, it's ruffle, ruffling some feathers here, but sometimes I wonder if we really don't mark the moment for our own enjoyment, but we mark the moment for an appearance of something that we think we have, or maybe we've yet to attain. And we want other people to celebrate the moment, the quote unquote moments that we're marking. Yeah. You know, it's much easier. This is, this is a deep combo here. So stay close listeners. If you're, if if you're, if you're listening, I want you to really catch the value in what I'm about to tell you here is we actually rally more on other people's celebration of our lives than we rally on the own celebration that we should own of our moments. And this is where something's wrong. When we don't get the satisfaction of the self satisfying moments where we go, this was a good moment to me, but yet we can only see that when other people applaud it, other people comment on how great it was, then I think we're really missing a full life. I think we're missing an element of genuine, authentic joy. So what what I hear you saying also in a roundabout way is <laughs> we share these public moments to be praised, yeah. right? We yeah. mark these moments publicly to be praised by man but in our private time moments, we're not even celebrating the the moments that are worthy to be marked ourselves. Like oh, it's the, it's fact- the classic Instagram yeah. versus reality. Yeah. It's like you see the finished product versus what was really happening behind the scenes. Right. And Let me ask you if- this. Yeah. Do you do you how do we decide what moments are worthy to be marked in the in the private? Oh. Because girl, you know I'm hitting that elliptical these days. <laughs> and you send me a text, way to go. Cause our somehow our watches are linked magically. Yeah. yeah. And you yeah. know when I move. Yeah. And praise the Lord for your celebration. Cause it it keeps me accountable in a way. Sure. But do you feel as celebrated just by yourself? Do you have that self-satisfaction? Yes, because I never want to do it. <laughs> yeah, so you, so that's what I'm saying is, is somehow we've groomed ourselves to really rely more on other people celebrating our moments than us being able to be fulfilled by celebrating by by ourselves. And I feel like that's the whole 
episode today is how do we mark a moment to where it feels gratifying for ourselves, and why do we do it? I mean, like if it's for the praise of other men, let's just go ahead and call it what it is. That is so like cotton candy. It'll just, I mean, one taste of it and it's gone. It is gone so fast. You have to keep on feeding it. It's the the endorphin of it. Yeah. Oh gosh. Dopamine is something I've been chasing my whole life. And I'm telling you, it's an instant dopamine boost. Whenever somebody says, oh, that looks so fun. Oh, ah, I wish I was there. Or, oh, FOMO. You know, and you're like, exactly. I'm winning at life right now. Even though I just yelled at my children for the ninth time today. (laughs) And you didn't see that, you know. Or I have mud all over the bottom of my shoes, but I won't take a picture of that part because I don't want you to understand that this was really hard for me to climb up this hill, you know? Um, Marking moments, I think, are less of performance moments and moments that are impactful to remember an identity shift or revelation. Yeah. So for me, I look at scripture through the lens of marking moments. And I see story upon story in the Old Testament where they would come to a certain land, they would name it, and then they would build an altar there. And they would remember what God had done. And they would say, this is from now on going to be known as this place. And the name always had significance. This is where God did X, Y, Z. And that was a marked moment. And I keep on thinking, okay, well, how do I correlate that to my life? Those moments are not everyday moments. I'm not going to be scrambling an egg and go, this shall now be known as the moment that my scrambled egg appeared on my plate and it was delicious. You know what I mean? Your your one egg omelet that people found fault with on Instagram. That's a different story for another day. That You just need to go peruse my Instagram because that omelet was worthy. (laughs) But I will say this. I feel as though... So many of my efforts, I can't speak for everybody else, but I can speak for me. So many of my efforts felt like I needed to mark every single dang moment. And that every moment of growth, every moment of winning, every moment of losing was something that I had to collectively hold. And and I got to be honest, I felt overwhelmed even going on the other side of the pendulum swing of trying to, to mark them all. And I had to find a balance and say, what was worthy of marking? And for me, it revolved around those two things. Did my identity either shift in this moment or was revelation about who I am made more clear to me that I need to remember this moment from this point on? Mm. So you're, so you're an overmarker and you're (laughs) learning to let some things go and focus on like, the the right things so quote unquote um that the lord is calling worthy to be marked is that how you would summarize that or was that too christiany for you no 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 i think that you were right on i think that you were right on if i was going to equate it this way in bible story form think of a couple of different things that we've seen in old testament if we're going to go there the pl- the path to get to the place where god does something miraculous mm-hmm. is not the path to mark moments like not every journey says, oh, we're going to stop here and we're going to put up a new altar and then take another step and a new altar and a new step and a new altar. And it, it, you got to walk a couple of days before you get there. And right. I think I wasn't enjoying the journey. Mm-hmm. I was yeah. trying to mark every single moment, trying to journal every single thing. 
And here's the crazy thing. There are some paths that you have to stop and mark. Think of the story with David and the Ark of the Covenant. And he only took six steps and was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Everybody stop, celebrate. This is a moment. We did it. We took six steps. Whoa, you know, wow. Yeah. So I think people could be going through some monumental things in their life that feel overwhelming and six steps are worth celebrating. Don't get me wrong. There are moments where you have to go, yeah, 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 yeah. We got to stop, even though it's been a little and mark this moment. Oh, but, can we keep that? Yeah. Pop? But it yeah. reminds me of uh, a friend I know who is, was three days sober and she had to celebrate that. Wow. Because it was wow. so significant that she could get to that point. Okay. Wow. Continue. Oh. Well, I was going to say, by and large, most of the moments in our life are not those small micro mark the moment because it was so big. Most of the moments in our life are not marking moments and they're walking to the moment. And so I think there's a significance of being able to identify when is it appropriate to mark a moment? Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> I, I think we're different in personality and mm. in this case, because I'm a speed mover. I'm just like, let's just get to the next thing. And I'll miss wow. all the marked moments altogether. And I'll just like, cause I'm ready to journey on or take on the next task or walk down the next thing God has for me where I, I miss mm. even step one. Or like noticing the significance. So I so I kind of see the marked moments for me as four different things, which are recognizing okay. recognizing growth, um, noticing the hard work that I've endured, like on the elliptical, dumb stuff. I mean, that's significant. It's, it's not important. Dumb. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. That's big. Um, recognizing God's faithfulness. So then there's spiritual component and mm. even recognizing the miraculous things he's done. I mean, we see again, this biblical model, the Lord gave the rainbow as what a promise he made to Noah that, that he was marking a moment. This is a significant mm. covenant. Mm. Um, even communion is a significant marked moment where Jesus is like, take mm. this in remembrance of me. So in that moment of, of communion, you're pausing to remember <laughs> and reflect on what God, who he is and what he's done in your life. Shoot. So we want to go there. You could just talk all day about the Jewish calendar. Uh, they are marked moment to marked moment. They are Shabbat to Passover to, I mean, like all of the things are these festivals and seasons that God set up and said, we will remember this and this will be a marked moment. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. And if we're just head down, run into the next thing, or like, mm. like in your case, you were sharing over marking, it yeah. loses both lose the weight of really honoring the work God is doing in our lives. Can I right? challenge this word? The weight, can we change that word with significance? It loses the significance. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, I, oh, but, maybe, maybe but I like my word. I like my word weight because I think. This is what I, happens when you get two authors together. <laughs> well, let's analyze this. But because the presence of God, is, it, we should feel his powerful weight and the awe and the wonder yeah. and yeah. the yeah. significant things he does within our life. Yeah, Wait, it's a weighty there. significance. I mean, you're really banking on the A.W. Tozer essay, The Weight of Glory. I get that. I get that. I've memorized it. I'm in seminary now. 
It's this weight. Oh my God, feel it. Shooting fireballs. I, I don't know. Yeah. Listen, I feel that. I love all four of those things. I think that those are monumental. Um, can you say, can you say I'm spitfire again? So that if we, yeah. And then I want them? you to add, yeah, I'll spit them. And then you add your yeah. two. So okay. we'll okay. maybe have a list of six. Okay. I okay. Love this. So we're, this is live us processing. So uh-huh. the moments that I'm intentional to try to mark are moments of growth, growth. the hard work endured, mm-hmm. God's mm-hmm. faithfulness and the miraculous things he's done. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. For me, it's more of identity that I always Mm. wrestle with that I mark. Um, I think about uh, the moments where he has shown me a a different part of who I thought that I was, even if that's in my capabilities Hmm. or if that's in my um, lies that I've accepted. Like anytime that he's, he's brought revelation to my identity has been a marking moment. Um, And then anytime that I have, felt like I've heard a specific word from him about the next season has been a marked moment. And I can give you an example. So like that seems are so you saying a prophetic word? Yeah, a prophetic word. Um, and not from outside. It could just be the Lord himself just speaks something. And when I say prophetic word, I want to clarify. I'm speaking 1 Corinthians 14, 3, the one who mm-hmm. strengthens, encourages, and comforts. So yeah. if it's a word of the Lord that strengthens me, encourages me, or comforts me, that to me is the definition umbrella of prophetic. And um, we did an episode on that. People yeah, can go listen so, to if they need more. Absolutely. So for me, um, this year, I was able to go to Israel two times. Like that was not even on my radar. But on one of the trips, I was at the Western Wall and I was having a moment alone with the Lord praying. Um, and listen, I kind of was a, a snob, a church snob going into this. I was thinking, God, I have the priesthood of the believer. I have the Holy Spirit inside of me. I am the temple of the Lord. I don't need a temple. I don't need a place. I'm with you always. You're with me always. I abide in you, you and me. You know, I was like doing this theology debate in my head of of why I didn't need to pray at the wall. And I felt like the Lord had just kind of stirred in me this question. What if I reserved a special word for you only given at that wall? What if I want to mark a moment with you tonight? Mm. And I was like, whoa. Um, well then I don't want to miss the moment. I don't want to miss it. And so I went in to the wall and it was on a Shabbat, which is Sabbath. And like everybody around the wall was dancing and singing. And they were, there was like this excitement where, you know, birds were just flying overhead and the wind was breezy and everybody was like (laughs) singing these Jewish songs and Hebrew songs of Shabbat Shalom. And I heard a lot of Hebrew being spoken out loud and prayers out of a book being read out loud. And and I just sat down in this chair right against the wall as close as I could get. And I said, I'm here. I want to hear from you. And I kind of just closed my eyes and tuned everything out. And what I heard was Shabbat Shalom, this greeting between everybody walking around me. And if you know the meaning of those two words, it means like have a good Sabbath. Really, it means it's, it's a greeting. But when you separate them, Shabbat means rest and Shalom means peace. And I felt like the Lord was saying, I'm, I am marking this moment with you, Candace, that you were going to walk into a new season of rest and peace. And although you may not experience it externally, like it doesn't feel like it's going to be rest and peace. I'm promising you that if you, if you keep following after me, if you keep pursuing me, if you keep your relationship with me, I will give you the rest and peace that you so much crave. 
and it will be internally, whether it's external or not. And so um, I just, I left that moment, honestly, just in shambles. And it was a marked moment. It was a moment that I knew things were going to shift. And can I just be honest? Prophetic words from the Lord, they're so crazy and wonderful because they do this thing. They don't just foretell what's coming, but they kind of um, help you actually make the thing that you've been foretold be be a part of the story of making it happen. So every time that I would walk into a situation that didn't give me peace or rest, I'd remember that marked moment and go, this must not be it because I know that the Lord has promised me peace and rest. And it became an easier no and, and less of a contemplation. Hmm. And marked moments tend to do that is when God tells you something, when, when you've been shown who God is and that his words are faithful and true and that he's, he's giving you a, a place to remember, I said this here, that can change your entire life. 100% love what you're saying. And it makes me think through to what you're saying, I almost wanted to compartmentalize. Well, that's a spiritual marked moment. And then we have the practical, but as I was thinking through it, you right. can't separate the two because the Lord no. is a supernatural God who is always moving. And we've talked about this through Marco Polo a lot. He's yeah. always moving. He's always there. And it's up to sometimes the Holy spirit will do those profound moments where you're like, this mm. is a moment. But mm. even in the practical, like we're going to celebrate a birthday or I did the elliptical, yeah. yay, or whatever that practical thing is, there's yeah. a supernatural component to it. But I love what you're describing, which is this, this deep, significant moment where you met the Lord and you felt his tangible presence and him lead you into that next season. And as you reflect on that too, it, it, what it does is it bolsters your faith. Is that even a word? Mm. Bolsters? It bolsters. Bol yeah. <laughs> It gears sure. up your faith to believe what he said as true. So like when yeah. you're making decisions, like you said, no, this mm -hmm. is something of disorder. God promised me order. He promised me rest. I'm going to go in this direction. It's, it's huge. Yeah. And if you weren't to lean into that moment and sit close to that wall and you might've mm. missed it. And I mm. think as a society, we miss it all the time. And if we're talking about time, it's because we're not using our time and we're distracted, right? Mm. We're not using our time wisely. Or we're arrogant and we think what we know is We better. know best. <laughs> yeah. yeah like, like your little like, theologian I'm, thought, like, I'm just I a theologian. <laughs> yeah. I don't need this. So I would, I would even say this as we're kind of wrapping up this thought. Yeah. Take risk to find those moments that are worthy of being marked. I mean, yeah. take the risk. Like... I love um, what Mel Robbins says. She's this motivational speaker, but she says, start thinking this phrase. What if it all works out? Like mm -hmm. think, what if it all, what if it all ends up being great? I mean, like, I don't think that we think that enough of our life and the moments that are afforded us every single day. Like I get up thinking about, well, crap. If this doesn't happen, then I'm going to have to do this and this. Is, I'm thinking more on the strategic planning of what to do when it fails. Mm. And I can't help but wonder what would change if we started thinking, what if it all goes great today? And what if today I get to mark this moment? Yeah. Woo. Marking the moment is really just pausing to see the beauty of what God is already doing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And like you said, 
yeah. not not gravitating towards that negativeness or like mm. highlighting the wrong thing, but marking and pausing to see the beauty of what God is doing. I'm going to throw out a challenge for our listeners. Yes. Did we expect anything less? Um, yes, I want find to find that freedom. Come on, find yes. the freedom. I want to challenge you to prayerfully consider what moments are significant. What? Let's give them a time frame. What moments have been significant in your life within this last mm. week that are worthy to be marked? Is it mm. something you can journal through and that's how you mark it? Do you need to take a picture of something to remember it and print it out and put it on your wall? Do you need to buy a souvenir that'll remind me you of that thing? What does that look like for you on a practical level, mm. but embrace the supernatural move of God within those moments and reflect and remember his goodness? What do you hey, think of if that? If you're challenge? somebody, I love it. If you're somebody okay. that you're thinking, I really want to travel within the next two years. And I really want to do this kind of trip. I, I just feel like somebody listening is that resonates with you. I dare you to make a paper airplane and keep it on your desk or keep it in your car on your dashboard. And remember that God's promised you that he's going to allow you to travel. Like if you feel like, yeah, this is, this is a desire that's put in my heart. I want to mark the moment that I, I thought this is worthy of me pursuing. You know, sometimes it's just as Prophetically easy as marking. A, come on. Yeah. A penny jar. Get a penny mm -hmm. jar and put in there any extra change and say, this is going towards this fund. We mm -hmm. do that all the time with our kids. Why not do it for the promises that you think God's going to give you? I love, yeah. I love this. I think y'all are, y'all are going to enjoy this week. Hey, and reach out to us in our socials and let us know these moments that you're marking or share your pictures with us and tag us on Instagram, on Facebook. We want to see what are the moments that you have marked. Tell us yeah. your favorite ones and then tell us the ones that you're looking forward to in the future too. Yeah. I, I eat, we're going to, I, <laughs> when you said penny jar, I started laughing because I was like, man, what if families had to work on not cussing and they had a swear jar and that was their marked <laughs> moments of so, holy hey, transformation. Hey, <laughs> hey. Hey, Do it. maybe it's not even cussing. Maybe it's just speaking life over each other instead of death. I think a lot mm. of people could do well for, for having that jar in the house. I think you might have actually inspired me. So let's do that. Take a challenge. Come on. Yeah. Mark that moment. Um, Listen, I, I just feel like our listeners need to understand one thing out of this series. Today is just the beginning of what we're trying to help you find freedom in the things that you tell yourself you should and you shouldn't do with your time. And we're telling you right now, you should mark moments. You should mark them and you should remember them and you should hold on to promises and you should be able to look back and see the breadth and the and the width and the depths and the heights of the where weight. you've been. And the weight <laughs> of where God has taken you, where he is taking you and, and rely on those things when the days get the darkest. You know, um, I, I think so many times we really can feel clouded in and shrouded in these dark moments and forget that we just got to take another step and there's going to be some clearing ahead mm. and we'll be able to put down a stone and say, look what God did. So we're hoping that for you, you may hear it in our tone. You may hear the shift in this season and we want you to, we yeah. are fighting for you and fighting for ourselves this season to be able to kick all of those shoulds to the curb. And so today, we want you to know that you should mark the moment. Yeah, it's marking it is also a way to sustain the faith. And you mm. just described that beautifully. 
So I think mm. it's a, a good place to land the plane on this episode. So thank you for that, Ooh. Candace. So, so, so good, y'all. Hey, until next week, embrace the freedom to kick your should out the door. Bye, everybody. If you've been inspired to stop shitting yourself, head over to iTunes and write a review and just give us all the stars. If there's one thing you're going to should yourself with, you should subscribe to our show so you don't miss an episode. See you next time.